Good afternoon, everyone. This is Kizzy coming from my home to your home or wherever it is that you listen to your podcast. Today is February the 27th, 2022. Yes, you guys, we are out of February. What a wonderful month that it has been. I hate that it is the shortest month of the year because my birthday is in that month. But however, this is not about me, although it should. Um, The show is called Let's Talk About It. And so that's exactly what we're going to do. I hope everybody is doing good. I hope that your mental is okay. If you have not checked out your mental, go and do so. Do what is relaxing to you. If it relaxes you and it helps you get your mental okay, then do that. Don't let anybody else tell you how to control your mental unless they have a degree of some kind. I take that back. It doesn't always take a degree. But at least somebody that you trust that can give you guidance. Um, today's topic is going to be on parenting at its best. Excuse me. None of us come with a handbook. None of us come with a direction of putting anything together. Just like when you put a bed together, just like if you had to put a chair or a table together, there are directions. But parenting is different. There are no directions in parenting. There's only what you know. Now, however, there are classes that you can take. There are books that you can read up on, but doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to reach your parenting skills. I have three children of my own and two grandchildren and one on the way. And one thing I remember is Proverbs 22 and 6. Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. I remember that prayer. I remember that prayer when it has taken place in my life. There's been times that I have gone through and I've asked myself, Is my kid going to be okay? Are they going to do the right things? Then I have to remind myself of this scripture from the Bible. You've trained them right. You've given them all that you could. You've done the best that you could. And there's a song that I want to play and you guys will hear it in the background. And I'm going to let you listen to it for a moment and I'm going to come back. Because this subject is very, very deep to me. Thank you for listening. Thinking ahead, the world 
has changed so very much from what it used to be. There's so much hatred, war and poverty. Oh, wake up all the teachers, time to teach a new way. Maybe then they'll listen to what you have to say. They're the ones who's coming up, and the world is in their hands. When you teach the children to jump the very best I just wanted to play a little part of that song because it means so very much. A lot of us have not had the grandmother or grandfather or parenting examples of what we should do. But we do need to wake up. We need to wake up to helping these kids get through this life helping our children to get through this life. It's not very easy, especially when you are trying to become a fresh new parent. The only thing that we can believe in is that our parenting skills will reflect our children. A lot of us have not had grandmothers. We have not had grandfathers. We have, you know, limited supply of people that are able to help us with our children. And one thing I want people to understand is this, you can't listen to everyone because everyone does not have what is what is called mother with. I remember my mom telling me that years ago, I, I, I want to say when I was first pregnant with my oldest daughter, is that basically, not everybody has the skills to parent. Some of us are very, very good at it. Some of us are horrible at it. But regardless of what you are, just understand this. You did your best. If you've truly done your best and if you brought your kids up the way that you knew how, you've done your best. Some of us have not done our best. Some of us have left our kids on somebody else to raise. And that has become a problem. We, I am seeing more and more teenagers under their, I'll just say the teens under their 20s, um, younger than 18 that have committed crimes. Right now we have a crime that has been committed. He's 16 years old. And... I live in the city of Detroit, so if you know anything about the D, yay, yay, yay. 
it happens here. We are a big city that a lot of stuff happens here. This young man, for whatever reason, which is hopefully we'll find out the truth, killed a mother, her boyfriend, and a five-year-old kid. If you have grandchildren or children of your own, and then you close your eyes and you think of a five-year-old being shot in the face. This five-year-old was shot in the face. I don't know completely about the whole story of everything that happens, but I pass by this spot every day. And I just sit and think, once I see, I've seen all the balloons, I've seen all the bears, I've seen all of the love and generosity poured out now that they are gone. People, we have got to do better. Anyone that is listening to this podcast, which is called Let's Talk About It. Where are you in raising your children? If you still have small children, where are you? What do you think? Because I know what I think. I know what I pray for. And I'm very, very thankful that my kids are okay. But I also have grandchildren. And I know a lot of us will kick ourselves. We didn't do a good job. We didn't do this. We didn't do that. And third, because this gentleman was 16 years of age that committed this crime. It's more to the story than we even know. I'm pretty sure that we'll find out as we go forward. And we get more details of what happened. But regardless of the fact of what happened, did someone drop the ball on this young man as far as their parenting skills? Did someone drop the ball on this young man where we don't have the right things in place for therapy and to help heal our kids? Is nobody paying attention to their children? I know I pay attention to mine. I know when my kids are going through it, I know when they're okay because I've raised them as such and I'm connected to them. My connection to them reflects off of me. I pray for myself. I pray for my children. I thank God every day that they are not in prison. They have not committed a crime. They have not fell off by the wayside. I'm thankful. But for some of us, we don't have that. You may be one listener that is listening where this child has completed a whole crime. Now think of it. Think about where your child is, no matter how old they are or what they're going through, think about your child when they were 16. If your child has not reached the age of 16 years old, it's okay, I'm trying to prepare you before they get there. I am not perfect. My parenting skills are not perfect. But my parenting skills came from what was inside of me. I had no parenting book. 
I only knew the love that I had for my kids. Now, when our children get to a certain age, it is totally up to them at some point of the responsibility that they want to take for themselves. We have to. I've had to do it. Anyone that is listening that is older than myself have had to do it. Anybody that is younger than me will have to do it. We have to put our children first. Because there is no job that is worth you losing your child. Here we have a 16-year-old man. young. I'm not even going to say man because he's not a man yet. 16-year-old boy. That somewhere, somehow, he became a criminal. Don't know if someone paid him to do this. He could be homeless. And maybe this is the way that he thought that he needed to get out to get out of being homeless by what somebody has asked him to do. Was this a hit on the family? Because when you kill a kid, you have to be truly, truly angry. And something is really, really, really drastically wrong. I could not see myself doing that to a child. Now, don't get me wrong. Temptation is a bad mother sucker. It will put you in places that you don't want to be. As I've said before, we are all one incident from being in prison for the rest of our lives. I hope that is not for none of my listeners. I pray that that is nothing for myself. I pray that for your children or your grandchildren that you may have, for those that listen to my podcast, that they never have to go through that either. But it hurts me to pass by this house every day and just wonder, just wonder if someone could have got to him, if someone could have talked to him. And said, don't do it. Would he have changed his mind? Supposedly, the incident happened of a drug exchange going bad. None of us are truly know but this 16-year-old at this point. Because everybody else is dead. So it's going to be his word against a dead man's word. Dead man can't speak. Dead man can't show up. All we have is what this young man has said. It was a drug deal that went bad. My personal opinion, and this show is called Let's Talk About It, and it is my show, so my opinion is my opinion. If you agree with me, you agree. If you do not agree, that's your choice. But to me, what I feel is that someone paid this young man to do this. Someone paid him to do this. Someone got a hold to them, might have gave him a hefty amount of money that he thought was money that was going to carry him for the rest of his life. And they have no reservation for life. Life is not reserved anymore. It's not taken care of anymore. We just step out here and we do things. And we don't think about the consequences behind it. We don't think about the life that has been lost. How could you kill a five-year-old? 
what anyone at, at this point, how can you kill anyone at this point? It is so disheartening. It, it, it hurts my spirit. It hurts my heart because I also think about this 16 year old young man that is going to pretty much spend the rest of his life in jail. And who knows what his parents were? Who knows about the generational curse that may have been on his family's life that has brought him to this way that he has turned out to be? Excuse me, I'm drinking water. But I also think that our children has to make the right decisions based off of how they were raised. Some of our children truly, truly knows better. They know how they were raised. They know better, but they choose to go in the other direction. Is that the parents' fault? Sometimes, if you're not paying attention. And sometimes, it's truly up to the kids. It's truly up to the responsibility of the child. There is no reason for you to be out here and kill anyone. I don't believe in it. I don't believe in guns. I'm not a person that is okay having a gun. Um, I, I just don't think that that's where we need to be. But the law says you have the right to bear arms. So, so be it. Me, myself, I'd rather tase you till you fall a freaking asleep. And I might be still standing over you when you wake up to remind you why I had to tase you and your ass fell asleep. Because you was coming for me. I know a lot of these kids out here on this street, is that's what they talking about. Well, I'm going to get them before they get me. Or I'm going to mess their life up before they mess my life up. But if you get them before they got you, you already messed up your life. Because you waited. And you decided to say, oh, this is an opportunity time for me to get them before they get me. Reserve a person's life. All of us are here for a purpose. Some of us will live to be 60, 70 years old. Some of us will not. Some of us have a time frame that God has not only birthed you at, he also has a time for your death. None of us are here to none of us are here to be here forever. Please hear me when I say that. Some of us is not to be here forever. And I think of that. And this is kind of what brings me comfort. When you think about a five-year-old kid to be killed. It's in the order of how it should be. None of us expects our lives to go out in violence. But if this is pretty much has been written for you. Pretty much this is what's going to happen. Will God get the glory over your life? He absolutely will. He absolutely will. He always does. But it's truly, truly too much going on the streets with our youth. And we need to start being more of a handout than a receiver. 
My prayer is that God always makes me the head and not the tail. At some point in my life, I was the tail. And that's what was going on at that time. Right now, I'm in my life where I'm the head of the tail. I'm also the head of the borrower, which is okay with me because I have no problem with helping people. But what I do have a problem with is when our children are misguided, when our children is lied to, meaning that I never smoked weed. A lot of people will sit there and tell their kids that I never was in the drugs. I never smoked weed. I never drank. I never did this and the third. And you find out that they did everything and then some under the sun. They didn't want you to judge them. I am a person that is very, very honest with my kids. I tell them what I've been through, what I've done. At a point, I tell them, you worry about how you get through, and I worry about how I get through. But no matter or the less things we think of, we have to think about our youth. We have to think about our youth in a way that not everybody is raised in a way that they should. Not every man is a father. You got a lot of dads out here, but he's not a father. Father comes with a lot, a lot of responsibility as well as a mother. We come a lot responsibility and the prayers don't stop. Once they become adults. Oh wow. It actually gets more. My knees are at the point where they are hurting. Because I'm always praying for my children. And my grandchildren. And my great grandchildren. And my great great grandchildren. And my great 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 grandchildren after that. I'm praying for consistent. Generational curses to be broken. If you're listening to this show and you've never heard of what a generational curse is, then I will explain it to you. But a lot of times it falls on our kids. It may even skip a generation. If you're not praying against that generational curse, then guess what? The next generation will face that curse. Somebody has to break the chains. And as we are as parents and individuals of ourselves, we, yes, we have to have our time, but we cannot drop the ball. Even though I am an adult, I still have people check on me. Sometimes I feel like a kid because they get on me about doing stuff and you know, procrastinating and, and, and just being a fear sometimes. And yeah, I'm, I am, I do fall in fear sometimes, even though God told me I didn't have to be. That's my own spiritual connection to this earth. I worry sometimes. Sometimes we, we all worry too much. But at this moment, we have to, Get beyond the worry and get on our face and pray for these kids. Because beyond the virus, 
or anything else. Our kids is falling apart. Oh my God, I've never seen this. It's so hurtful. When we were te- when I was a teenager, we were not thinking of killing anyone. Even though we knew gangbangers, we sat around the gangbangers. We was we was protected because we had these keep kind of people around us. But I also think back that there was never any parents around. They had a, a whole family. I won't put their name out here because it's still a lot of them. But their whole family had a house that we never saw the parents. We used to always wonder, like, who paying the bills over here? Like, who's doing what? Whose house is this? It was our friend's house. His mother was just never around. We had a lot of friends that died because of gangbanging. And I think back sometimes and, and say, where was their mom and their dad? Whoa. Where were the people? What happened? That you wanted to be a gangbanger or that person was a gangbanger and they died. The world has shifted so differently. Our kids are more sensitive than we need them to be. Come on, y'all. Let's raise up soldiers. Let's raise up young men that knows how to open the door and leave that door open for every woman that has walked in to where she has come. Whether it's the supermarket, the gas station, I don't even see that. I don't see that nowhere. When my grandsons is with me, I tell them all the time, same thing I used to tell my kids. Hey, pay attention. Get off that phone, pay attention. Because when I get out of this car, if somebody trying to get on me, I need y'all to get on them. I don't care what you have to do. Bite, scratch, pick up something. I don't care what you have to do. Because you better know it. Your grandma going to fight back. But I need y'all on the other defendant end to help out. Because I want to raise and help raise soldiers that know how to take care of themselves. Not no little boys that everything is given to them. And they don't know how to be out here on these streets. This is a cold world we live in, y'all. And we have got to do better for our youth. We have got to do better for our youth. Stop turning a blind eye because you feel that I'm not going to say anything because their parents are ignorant. And sometimes... It's your approach. Can't go to a parent approaching them talking about, yeah, your son and daughter just came down to my house and did, 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 did. All of that. No, cease. And remember peace. I had an incident that happened to me a couple of weeks ago. And I was driving. And it was really, really slippery outside because we're in the winter months. So it's really, really slippery outside. And I'm turning on my turn signal, not knowing that my turn signal is not working. So where I'm on Evergreen, and if you live in the city of Detroit, you'll know where Evergreen is. And for those that do not know what the name of the show is that you're listening to, 
This show is called Let's Talk About It. But however, I was on Evergreen. I could see this girl in the back of my rearview mirror. I see her finger going, pointing. I see her mouth going. So I don't even imagine what she was saying about me in that truck. But it's okay. Because when we got to Plymouth, she pulled up on the side of me and I rolled my window down. I'm not afraid, just to let you guys know, not afraid. So I rolled my window down. I'm like, hey, what's going on, sis? This girl like, you know, we do have turn signals for a reason. You mean you ain't had, you couldn't turn your turn signal on? I said, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know my turn signal wasn't working. I was like, but we ain't got to do all this, sis. How about we do what's best for the kids that's inside your car? How about we set an example for the kids that's in your car? I apologize if you did not see my turn signal. I'll make sure I get that fixed because I did did not know it wasn't working. So she's still at the light running off. I said, sis, let's set an example for the children that are in your car. Now, mind you, she don't know if I could have demanded that I rolled my window down. She don't know if I could have shot her whole car up, her and the kids included, just for the simple fact that you rolled up on the side of me. I didn't take that approach. This is what I mean about our children. It takes a lot to take care of kids. But if we are going to do anything, let's set an example for our children. That lady told me, you know what? You have a blessed day and drove on about her business. I said, thank you, Jesus, because she don't even know who I am. She don't even know what I'm capable of. She don't know who I know. But I just thought about it and said, if we do not set the example, a positive example, let me put that there. A positive example, because you got the little white boy with the two parents crumbly, that they didn't set the example for this young man. There is a case where someone has been failed by their parents. And who knows what their parents were like and the parent before that and the parent before that. We don't know. I don't know. But as I watch the case unfold, I understand why the young man was in his mind. I don't understand what he did. But I understand the thoughts that he was having. And he thought that there was no other way out. Getting back to, we have to raise our kids. We have to set the example. When my grandsons are with me, I'm two grandboys. When they are with me, I stand there and I make my grandsons hold the door open. Because that's what they should be doing. I'm raising, help raising boys to men. 
you don't know the song, listen to it. I'm helping boys to men. Not even worry about the middle part because they're going to do okay. But I'm helping raising boys to men. I have a son. And once again, I'm raising a boy to a man. I'm helping. If we do not do this, we will not be okay in a society as itself. We will have more and more children in the system. And the system doesn't care anything about our children. They do not. They only care about the money that's gonna, that they're going to get from the children. It's a game out here that, that society plays with life. And we wonder why, why are our children so angry? Why are they so persuaded? Why are they so, they are so easily tempted. They give up on life real quick. That's why we have so many suicides. But we have, because we haven't talked to our kids about not being so sensitive to everything someone says to you. Our kids are way too sensitive because I remember the day that they used to cap on you. We weren't about to sit here and shoot them up, bang, bang. We wasn't doing that. We were going to come back to school the next day, hopefully with a better cap. Hopefully with something better to say about that person this time. We are either on the bus going to school or walking home from school or just being your own little friend circle. And you come back tomorrow with another cap. And everybody laughed. Everybody went home. Everybody came back the next day. We ain't had nobody going back here. The best cap I'm going to get is the one that I'm going to shoot. We didn't do that. We were unique people. And we always have been unique people. And situations do happen. You know, I... I I'm not going to lie, a bunch of my friends, when I was younger, they went to jail. They went to jail for a very long time. You know, only thing we could say was, dang, didn't know he was selling drugs. Didn't know he was doing this. Didn't know he was doing that. Didn't know. But for surely, that's what they were doing. You know, it's a lot of kids that's out here trying to take care of mommy and daddy. They're listening to these rappers. I gave my mom a new house, my first check, this, that, and that. You know, or I fixed my teeth or I fixed my body, but nobody is trying to fix their mental. Think of your children and what they go through. This is a mental time for a lot of people. But for our children, it is unreal. It is uncalled for. It is nothing that a lot of us have experienced. We don't want this for our kids. 
But if our children have not been raised, as I said, Proverbs 22 and 6, then they are only doing what they know. Once again, the show is called Let's Talk About It. This is Kizzy. Um, I hope everybody is doing okay. Um, that was just something that, you know, when I'm on fire, I try to strike the iron wise hot. I like to give more details of what I know. Anyone wants to challenge what I do know or what I have said on this show, you are always welcome. I have a Facebook page. I also have a um, email address, davis.kizzy0213 at gmail.com. Before I let you guys know that I love you guys. I thank everyone that is listening. Shout out to ECO for what you are doing. Um, shout out for the team at ECO for their outreach. If there is anybody in need of anything, reach out to them. Reach out to this outreach because it's about to go to a place that we have never seen before. And we're going to have people that are going to help us versus hindering us they're not going to put it they're not going to put you in a home and you have no job to support it so shout out to eco and the founders of eco and the people that are there to help eco become a bigger brand um i thank you guys for listening i know that this takes out of people's time and day and i understand one thing I want you guys to know is that I do this from the heart. I may not, not always sound what you guys need to hear as a studio, but just to give you a place of where I'm at. I'm at my dining table with the microphone, with my laptop. I'm a one woman show. But I'm okay because I thank God that the gift that he has given me is finally coming to circle and that my life won't be in vain. And I pray that you are listeners, your life won't be in vain. Just remember that God is accepting you every second of the day. So anytime and any point that you want to change your life, I challenge you to accept Christ. Once again, the show is called Let's Talk About It. Thank you guys so much. I love you. Have a good night.